Sunshine peering through the fog was a phrase that I came up with one day whenever I was driving into work. Let me introduce myself. My name is John McGovern. I've owned my own lawn and landscape business. I still broadcast on the radio and a paramedic and recently diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And I didn't see it coming. But sometimes the people afflicted with PTSD are the last individuals to look in the mirror. I know I didn't. It was hard to admit I was broken. My emotions, every emotion in one minute. I was a mess. I knew I needed help, but I thought, what would others think of me? Until the day I looked at my family and I could see in their eyes that I was not me anymore. So I reached out for help. So we're into another edition of Sunshine Peering Through the Fog. And it came to me probably a week and a half ago, meeting with my occupational therapist for the first time. So occupational therapy, figuring out how you tick and how you're going to tick, going back into the workplace, the work field. And... If you've ever done this before, it's like having your DSM-5, that criteria that uh, you found out that you have PTSD or, like myself, complex PTSD. Not a good day. Very mentally exhausting. And I just want to share this with you because I really, truly want you to know whatever you're going through, it's not fun. It really isn't fun. And... I struggle day to day with so many different things. And that could be from waking up in the morning, keeping myself on a very tight schedule. Tight meaning I want to do four things today, but if I only do three, but I do three well, then I've accomplished something. Make sure that you have yourself a list. Now, whenever I met with my occupational therapist... It was going back to triggering memories. And with EMDR and, you know, talking with my therapist, uh, my psychotherapist, you know, we kind of channel whatever we were talking about, those triggers, into kind of a jar. And that's what I kind of call it. And the jar is labeled for one specific event. But whenever you talk with an occupational therapist, and I just want to share this with you because you have to relive some of your major triggers ever. Whatever that is, they're going to ask you about it. So after an hour and a half, we were sitting on my back porch, looking at the squirrels play, looking at the river going by, very, very peaceful. But in my mind... I was vividly seeing things over again. Not for the first time. Probably tens and thousands of times. Reliving it not just in my mind, but talking about it too. How do you cap that? That gets me to this point. If you can't cap it, what happens? You're already hyper-aroused, right? Because you're reliving it. You're already thinking it. Some of those situations could be very irritable. Could make you very anxious. Could make you very depressed. 
what do you do with it? Unfortunately for myself, at that particular time, I started getting irritated. It was an hour and a half. I can only concentrate on something for two hours. A lady came into the backyard. Hello. Hello. Is anybody there? And the first thing that came to my mind was, John, so I'm thinking about this. John, there's somebody there. I know you're irritated, but be nice. I stood up and I said, for sakes. I said it out loud. My occupational therapist looked at me like, oh my God, I've irritated this individual. And to the lady that just came into my backyard to ask me about a plant sale, she had deer in the headlight eyes. And what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to say I'm sorry? Which I did, but I did it so shallowly, shallowly, yeah, maybe not a word, but so shallow that I don't think she bought it. I I just mentioned to the lady, what's your phone number? I'll get back to you. I'm in the middle of a meeting. Please leave. These are the things that a person, CPTSD or PTSD, lives with on a daily basis. It's the roller coaster ride. Now, whenever I explain this to my wife and my daughter, whenever they got home from work, my wife's like, thank God. I'm like, what? Thank God you did that in front of your occupational therapist. I've been saying that for a long time, but you don't think you're doing it. But that one caught me off guard. Because I knew in my brain what I wanted to say, but the irritability or angst came out instead. And I was reading about that with, let's say, sensor buttons. You know, the CRTC, they have a censorship rule. Um, At the radio stations, they have a seven-second delay where they hit that button. And then whatever that person said, it dumps it out. But what about if it's real life? And you're there with real people in front of you, and you say stuff. It's not fun. It really, truly isn't fun. Because it's okay if the shoe's on the other foot and somebody else has to sit there and apologize. But when it's yourself, but you knew the right thing to say, but your mind didn't let you go that route. It went to the route of least resistance. The non-censorship, the non-thinking. Internal, I'm pretty good. External, it scares me. It scares me to know that what I really want to say, it may come out. And sometimes, apologize or not, people don't have to take your apology. They may, if they know why, or the situation, the background behind PTSD, 
complex PTSD, anxiety, depression, irritability because of all of that. But you may have to tread lightly and you may feel, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that to this very, very willing person to ask me to join the plant sale. Kind of goes to show you how much how much we as humans can take in, but then we lash at the wrong times. And that's what I think, for me, my experience with post-traumatic stress disorder, it's been. And even five, six, seven years before I was diagnosed, I remember these moments where in my brain, I wanted to say this. What came out wasn't the same. So whenever they say there's two sides to every story, I think that is what I can put into a phrase for what you think and what you say. Hmm. All we can do, all I can do, is push forward, is try to think before I say. But remember, when you're in a situation and you're reliving things again, your psychotherapist, they get it. You may shock your occupational therapist, and I apologize for that, but for the individuals, yeah, that don't deserve it, I call it the light switch effect. Try, try to put that light switch on for people whenever you're talking to them in a very gentle manner or in a manner where they're just asking you questions. It's tough, but try it. Remind yourself every day, today is going to be a day I think before I say and before I say, I rethink. That may help you. That may help you. This has been another edition of Sunshine Peering Through the Fog. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out to me with any of your stories, maybe we can work through them together. We can do an interview over the phone. You can share your stories right here on the podcast. That's sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. And to the many folks that reach out to me and they like the podcast, it gives them kind of an, an incisive look at a person's journey, and that would be my journey. But maybe my journey reflects to them. Again, thank you for all of the correspondence that's coming in. I feel the love, and I send the love back. And one big thing, if anybody's listening right now before I end the podcast, I'm asking for help. What was provided to your family members about post-traumatic stress? A. B. 
living with someone with post-traumatic stress, that's B, and C, the last thing is, how does the family function with somebody with post-traumatic stress? It almost seems like the second, the B question, but I know there's different nuances in there. And if you have some information, I would love for you to share it with me. That's sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. My name is John McGovern, making the way in the world today takes everything you've got. Till next time, see ya.